strange land. Many years ago, in a certain land, there lived an old merchant and his son Arjun. One day, the merchant told Arjun, My son, here are two horses of high pedigree. I have reared them with care and in a country where there is scarcity of good horses, they should fetch very good price. To the far south lies such a country. Now I am old, I am unable to travel so far. But if you are brave enough to undertake a long journey through unknown lands, you can take the horses to the king of that southern country and I am sure he will be pleased to give you a very high price. Arjun was full of enthusiasm at the prospect of traveling to distant land. But his father cautioned him, remember, never go westward if you do. You may step into certain land known as land of rogues. No outsider has ever returned from that land happy. I too had once been there, but the price I paid for my folly was too high for me to ever forget it. Arjun begged his father to narrate his experience. The old man, after a sad pause, said, Do you remember playing with an elder brother when you were a child? Twenty years ago, I went on a trading mission and visited several places. I took along your elder brother who was only 12 years old. I thought that visiting different lands and observing the way people lived would be a good education for him. On our homeward journey, wrongly advised by some people, we missed our way and entered an unfamiliar country. It was evening. We passed our night in a roadside inn. From the way people talked and behaved, I suspected they, that we had come to the land of rogues. Many travelers had warned me against visiting it, so I was anxious to leave it as soon as possible. Early in the morning, as I was paying the innkeeper, his brother came running to us. He was wailing and bemoaning his fate. He held me responsible for his wife giving birth to a stillborn child. I was taken aback. The rogue claimed that when I dismounted from my hole, horse. The previous evening I was breathing very heavily. A tiny insect which was flying out of the inn changed its direction under the impact of my breath. It flew into the room where fellow's wife sat. She was about to deliver her child. The insect flew into her nostril. She sneezed and as a result her unborn child died. Before I could answer such an absurd accusation, a crowd gathered around us. Everyone supported the rogue. I stood helpless. They snatched my son away from me, as they insisted that I was responsible for the death of the rogue's son. My poor son must be serving as a slave to this day. While recounting the incident, the old merchant wept. Saddened by his father's sorrow, Arjun said reassuringly, Rest assured, father, I will never go near the land of rogues. Arjun left for the country which lay to the far south, taking two beautiful horses with him. After a few days, he came to the river bank. The river was in spate, and the ferryman refused to carry the horses in his small boat. He insisted that if Arjun went westward, he would come across a boatman with a bigger and stronger boat. Arjun proceeded westward. Suddenly, a cyclone burst forth. He looked in vain for the shelter. Then he saw a column of smoke rising from the other side of a nearby hill. Holding his two horses and with great difficulty, he climbed the hill. The cyclone had just subsided. Looking down, Arjun saw a village. 
Since he had come a long way westward, it occurred to him that the village could be a part of the land of rogues. He decided to turn back, but curiosity got better of him. What sort of people lived in this fabled land? He leaned forward from the edge of the hill to have a closer look. His foot slipped on the piece of loose rock and he fell down. And down he rolled into the village. His horses galloped down and stood by his side. An old man who was passing by came rushing to him. Arjun stood up. Fortunately, hey, he had suffered nothing more than few bruises. However, he was pleased to see that the old man was looking at him with some concern. He thought, even if this happens to be a fabled land of rogues, there are people here who show some concern for others. Arjun was just about to thank the old man when suddenly the old man started crying. He had just found a frog crushed to death under Arjun's weight. Oh, my sweet little frog, oh, my child, wept and lamented the fellow. How am I to avenge your death? As he cried, many villagers gathered. They spoke to old man in a strange language. Then turning to Arjun, they explained that the old man, who had no child, had adopted the frog. The domesticated frog was famous for his dutifulness and devotion to his father. No wonder the old man fell utterly heartbroken and forlorn at the demise of the land's most wonderful frog. Very soon, a number of villagers joined the old man in his wailing. Arjun did not know what to do. He wanted to leave the place at once. He asked the people what would pacify the old man. The old man suddenly spoke out. Give me one of your horses. What? A horse for a frog? Arjun questioned angrily. Young man, I do not understand you. Can a horse ever be more valuable than a son? The rogue questioned, showing great agitation. Arjun had to surrender one of his excellent horses to the rogue. With a heavy heart, he left the village. But as it was difficult for him to climb the hill again, he walked a short distance to see if he could find a pass through the range of hills on the other side. Soon he came across another small village at the foot of the hills. He was, ang- he was hungry and thirsty. He went to the nearest house and knocked. A one-eyed man answered and Arjun asked him for some food and water. The one-eyed man said, I cannot give you any food but I can give you enough water to fill your belly. What is really necessary is somehow to fill the belly, isn't that so? Arjun drank water and thanked him. Just as he was on the point of departing, the one-eyed man asked where he came from and his father's name. No sooner had Arjun replied that the fellow caught hold of him exclaim at last at last I've got you now listen young man 20 years ago I went to your father I went to your country for trade unfortunately all my money was stolen I knew your father well I asked him for a loan of two coins he would give me but not without some security since I had nothing with me he proposed to deposit one of my eyes with him I was so badly in need of money that allowed him to dig out one of my eyes your father promised to come to this country after a year and return my eye but he did not keep his promise now I have got you give me back my eye his son is bound to repay the debts of his father I am prepared to return the two coins I borrowed from your father and also a third coin as interest but you must give me back my eye. Soon the one-eyed man had gathered around him several supporters. Arjun on the verge of tears said, I do not know anything about your eye. However, tell me what I have to do and let me go. If leave, you must without giving me back my eye, replied the one-eyed man. Well, leave your horse behind. Arjun had no other way than to do that. 
his body pained because of his fall from the hill and his heart ached due to the loss of both his precious horses. Pangs of hunger prevented him from walking further. He sat under a tree and wept. A young man passing by stopped and asked, Who are you? Why are you crying? But Arjun did not reply. He was afraid of speaking to anyone in that country. However, the stranger was persistent and he appeared very kind. So Arjun narrated briefly how he had lost his horses. The stranger was silent for a while and then said, Let us go to the king. I will see that you get back your horses. Arjun hesitated at first, but since he had nothing more to lose, he accompanied the stranger to king's palace. On the way, the stranger briefed Arjun what to say before the king. After hearing Arjun's complaint, the king summoned the two men who had taken away Arjun's horses. The trial began. After the old man had declared that the dead frog was his adopted son, Arjun br- brought out a live frog from his turban. Turning to the king, he said, My lord, I have just adopted this frog. I propose that I should leave this frog at the foot of hill. Let the old man roll down from the top of the hill as I did, fall upon my frog son and kill him. That is quite fair. No one could doubt the wisdom of this proposal, said the king. The old man, by old man was by no means prepared for this. Without another word, he returned the horse to Arjun and left. Then it was the one-eyed man's turn to state his cause. In his own defense, Arjun replied, My lord, my father undoubtedly had very strange hobbies. One of them was to collect people's eye. In fact, there are hundreds of wise in our storeroom. I am prepared to return this gentleman's eye, but it is not possible for me to find the correct eye unless I take his remaining eye and match it. So I propose to dig out his eye and take it back with me. Soon I will be able to return both his eyes intact. A very sensible idea, said the king. Needless to say, the one-eyed man returned the horse immediately and did not show least interest in getting back his lost eye. Then the stranger said to Arjun, I will accompany you to the the border of this country to ensure that you are not harassed anymore. While they walked along and chatter, Arjun discovered the stranger was none other than his lost brother. The rogue and his wife who had kept him as a slave recently died. Since then, he waited for an opportunity to return to his land. Being familiar with the tricks of the people of the land, he knew how to deal with them. Both brothers left the land of rogues. They ventured south, sold their horses at a very high price and returned home. Their father declared himself the world's happiest man.